<laughs> he must feel so terrible. I like Tom. Well, you make a slur. He's a comedian. You can say it that way if you want to be wrong. Joe has very long hair. Thanks, man. It's my new Actually, uh, all up on it, <laughs> dude. If you recorded a rap song, that would be the funniest thing. <laughs> and you just you, it, it would have to be you trying your hardest. That sounds mean when you say it like that. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, it'd I be funny because you'd struggle. <laughs> you just like it when I have a hard time with things. That's that's the entire. You would like to listen to that. Uh, I would like the idea that people enjoyed listening to it. You wouldn't enjoy listening to yourself try to rap hard? No, I don't like w- listening to myself fail. Do you watch your bad sets, which is I, no. I, which is me saying, do you watch no, your own sets? No, I'm doing sets? a bad job. <laughs> yeah, it feels terrible, and you want to do better. I don't uh, watch any sets. Yeah, because they're all bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I always like recording your sets. I, I don't like it. Yeah, I hate. W- uh, no one likes watching themselves. Do you, do you listen to yours? Uh, only when I'm trying to figure out what worked or what didn't. Not like uh, don't you always kind of know? Yeah, although there are times where it's like if it's just a really good set, I listen to it for like an hour, just feel good. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I've done that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. There's been like three sets I've had where I'm like, I wish I had a recording of that. Where you got like a riff off. Sure. And I'm like, I don't even know how I did that. But I mean, that's why I record every set in case I went one of those tubular. Yeah. Tubular. Tubular. Uh, you're talking about like it was really good. Yeah, like I was a surfer. But you're like from the '90s. You're like, kind of like a Ninja Turtle talking about something good. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Which which Ninja Turtle do you think I am? <laughs> like a Donatello. Uh, no, you're 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 Raphael. I don't know who any of them are. Will the producer knows? <laughs> no, Michelangelo. No, he's not fun enough to be Michelangelo. Which you, one's Michelangelo? You have too much of an attitude. I what what are Raphael. his weapons? Michelangelo is nunchucks. Hell yeah. I'm a total Michelangelo. Also, okay. I'm a Samantha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of crossover uh, in that Venn diagram of uh, which natural you are. Samantha, you're talking, that's, that's sex in the city, right? Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. She's the, she's the sexual one. <laughs> <laughs> you're having a hard time fucking right now, though. I am. Yeah, you were just talking about that way over. Your game is off point. Oh, yeah, I want to hear this. Um, I thought this was, I thought this was a perfect Tinder opening line. Like, I thought it was like... I thought this was surefire. We're going to get married. There'll be tons of sex. So I said, um, uh, I said, based on pics, I'm a big fan of your taste in sunglasses. Oh, that's not bad. That's amazing. <laughs> that's like, that's, that's cute. It's not, it's not like, it's, it's like inviting, but it's not like, because sometimes if you just go like, hey, I think you're cute, which you, you can't do that. Yeah, but it also just said uh, I went through all your photographs and I have no because the you. Tinder shows like five pics. I'm aware that it's very practical for someone to look at your photos before saying something, but it sounds creepy when you said I looked at all your photographs, and that's what I noticed about you. I didn't say that. It's only I know, but I could creepy fucking voice. Yeah, but maybe she thinks the way I do. <sighs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. You got to consider that sometimes mm-hmm. women think like me, Max. I want to fuck her all the more. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. <laughs> We're doing, we started. Yeah, this is the Comedy Butcher podcast. 
by the way. I'm Joe Noodleman. I'm Joe Noodleman. Uh, yep, we're both Max Friedman. Uh, th- you're listening to what you're listening to right now, which I don't know why you're listening to it, but thank you. Hey, we should probably start off with a big shout out to a couple, couple of butch heads. Yeah, I, I, we're calling them, uh, we'll call them what Max called them. Yeah. Yeah, do you want to? These are some of our biggest fans. Yeah, so we're, they, they found about us, found, found out about us good, good through the podcast. And then they came they to the came live to show. The live show. That's uh, weird. That was but great. That was, was the amazing. whole idea. Yeah, well, I understand that that was the concept, but the fact that it worked. We nailed it. Yeah, we can retire. We're just like, uh, what are we, what, what's like a company that was very successful? That isn't anymore? Go- no. Enron? Apple? Apple? Apple. We're like, we're like, um, Steve Jobs. Who's the other one? Pre-dead Tim Cook. Yeah, you can be him. He's the one still alive. Ooh. Or you want to be? Uh, this is a conundrum. Or you want to be a uh, Wasselmac? <laughs> I want to be the tight one, but I also want to be, be the alive. One. Yeah, well, you can't have both, Maxie. Mm. You got to make yeah. a choice. But shout big, big, big up, shout out, big to, up, sh- big up, shouts, big up. <laughs> hey, uh, to Sharud and Pradeep. Pradeep. Yep. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for uh, coming to the show and listening to this, which you might be doing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the other thing we were gonna do, we do this on the radio show. We start doing it on the podcast is mm-hmm. giving out my personal contact. Information. Yeah. This is this is the County Butcher Hotline. If you want uh, information or just to talk to uh, to Max Friedman, you can or text, just text me. Yeah. You can talk to me literally anytime. I don't have a voicemail because I never opted to set one up, and I've probably lost out on job opportunities because of that. But you can. Call call me at 414-418-7720. That's 414-418-7720. And my email address is fried429 at umn.edu. Please contact me. I want it desperately. It would actually mean quite a bit uh, to Max. Would you want them to actually, what if they just find you on Tinder? You can't do that. Why not? Because t- you can't like find. You can't. There's no. Search. You can't. You can't look for Max Freeman on Tinder. No, that's not how it works. You get random faces popping up. But you you can set like a a, a proximity. <laughs> you can set a proximity. Yeah. So if you come to the show, you can match with Max on Tinder. That's a really good idea, actually. Yeah. Come to the show. Come to the live show. Set your proximity to like forty, 40 feet, feet. <laughs> and uh, and then let's fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the show's just going to become uh, Let's Get Max Laid more often. Yeah, I yeah. need it. So, uh, Pradeep and Sharud, you have your chance next month? Yep. Yeah, you can talk uh, up with Max. I'm open to new things. You know what, what Joe and I just saw? We just saw a lady lose her dog. Yeah, that was sad. That was so fucked up. This old lady and her black dog just ran away, and he ran so far. Then I saw him uh, turn. It's like, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's not coming back. No, probably not. Well, you don't know. Maybe dog, some dogs come back. Dude. That dog, was that gone. dog was born to run. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know you're a big Springsteen fan. Maybe the I'm dog's not, a big Springsteen fan. I'm not a big Springsteen fan. Oh, you should try. One time I was I was into this girl in Minneapolis when I lived there, and she was like obsessed with Bruce Springsteen. Um, and I thought like maybe we'd date, but we didn't. But I used to go over to her place, and she would buy every weekend. She would buy six bottles of the same um, uh, type of Prosecco. Okay. And she would go through them every weekend. And her room was like a fucking disaster. Like, she lived in this single bedroom, and you would go in this big room that just was full of shit. Like, she was really into knickknacks, and all there was, like, feminine care products all over the place. And she mm-hmm. just had all these Courtney Love posters. And, uh, and, and there was no furniture, but there was this one 
too small chair and then there was one window but it was too low to the floor so it just felt like this like fun house like all your proportions were off and there was just garbage everywhere and you would she'd just get me like fucking wasted off prosecco like blast bruce springsteen and then it was uh and then it was weird so like the river she was really into the river what's that is that bruce springsteen yeah probably i feel it's weird that you don't know i mean i guess it's not weird you don't know who this guy is you honestly i was kind of into it at the time and then it i think you're just sour with this girl and it, yeah, it i think ru- you're just be- into her and by extension well no i did like bruce springsteen but now whenever i listen to it i just think of that like weird little Prosecco. like blip in my life yeah well Cause I mean, it was very fucked up it felt so crazy at the time yeah but that's just your past max everything everyone has a fucked up past do they? Do you? No one has a normal. You used pass. to wear Jinkos. No, I, I think I wore them once. I'm like, this isn't for me. Yeah, you're like a boot cut guy. I'm a big boot cut guy. Miniature I always wear Jinkos. <laughs> yeah, they're Jinkos uh, for people that want to make the commitment. Pygmy Jinkos. Pygmy? Pygmy. Pygmy? Oh. You ever seen like a pygmy animal? Like a small person? Or like a little one. Like a li- Okay. Pygmies are animals, not just people, right? Because pygmies. They can, are- I think they can be both, but if you call it about a person, you're probably racist, right? Well, you can be. Uh, there's lots of ways to be. There's racist. not like a pygmy Irish person. No, they're mm, no, they're just little people, right? Yeah, little Irish. Yeah, little. <laughs> they're leprechauns. <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't want to say that, but that was why because you didn't want to be Z- clever it- and hilarious. Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that dog's not coming back, dude. No, that's sad. Do you like? I, I love dogs. I like dogs a lot. You know, dog or cat person. I like them both. When I was growing up, we had a dog that would run away all the time, but it always came back. Really? Yeah, it would run away, and then three hours later, it would just be at the front door. Huh? Yeah. Not born to run. No, I was born to run. He was just, uh, you know, like napping under our table. It's kind of. I feel like if you come back, it's like you're born to jog. <laughs> oh, Maxie. That wasn't bad. That uh, was. That was not good, dude. That, uh, I think you're ready Producer to have Will's ki- losing I, his shit. I think you're ready to He's have kids. He's having a kids. laugh riot right now. <laughs> I think you're ready to have kids right now because that was a pretty terrible joke. <laughs> By the way, we listened. Uh, I, Born oh, to jog is pretty good. <laughs> because you jog in a circle. Uh, we listened. I, I got to overhear a conversation with Max and his dad on the way down here, oh. <laughs> <laughs> which was really adorable because Max had his uh, iPhone hooked up uh, through the to we listen to music, and then he took a phone call from his dad, who was in New Delhi. Uh, and he was enjoying some tikka masala, <laughs> yeah, he uh, said it all which uh, he, he, yeah, because he, but I, that's uh, I know why Max likes food because his dad is a guy who likes food. It was You're very, so lame. It was about an it. adorable window into who Max is because his dad Kip is like the butter chicken was amazing. All the foods here great, but especially the butter butter chicken tikka masala. <laughs> Sorry, shut up. Kip. It was adorable. Yeah, I guess I, it made me feel like oh, Max. It made it was the first time you felt like a real person. <laughs> Watching you interact I'm with your kinda, dad. Yeah, I usually have more of like a mysterious cowboy vibe. Well, you also didn't unplug your phone. You could have unplugged your phone from the car. You just left it on for me to I listen to. I thought it was to. fun. It was fun. Yeah. But it felt like you were... You felt I'm like a you purveyor had... of fun. Yeah, that's what we do here. <laughs> <laughs> this, fun well, for sale. Welcome to the fun factory. The fun factory. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a place where people get molested. <laughs> that's not fun I know it's, it's like when you call well, a buff guy tiny it's fun for one person <laughs> yeah that, people never talk about <laughs> that <laughs> like one person's having for, a ball it's fun for the guy who's doing them molesting yeah the stakes are high <laughs> <but> <laughs> what, are you, what are your thoughts on all this Louis CK oh man I feel bad for him I do <laughs> is that weird 
I mean, he did a bad thing, but it's like... Well, he did several bad things. Uh, well, he did the same one. He just... It did it a bunch of times. Yeah, he got yeah. into a rhythm. Yeah, we found his groove. <laughs> <laughs> he, has, he had a real thick MO. He'd be like, hey, watch me jerk it. Yeah, but I don't think he's a monster. I th- think he's fucked up. Like, that, no, nothing I read made it seem like, oh, this dude's a terrible person. It made me seem like, oh, this guy doesn't know what he's doing. Like, he's a, he, like, he has mental problems. Well, you know what's weird is, like, okay, I'll just say his name because he's a big Trump guy, but, like, Mike Makings, well, right? Just, okay. He's... Local Chicago comedian really, Mike Makings. I remember before Trump was elected, uh, we were, it was, like, me, McMahon, and, well, I never mind. It was me and a group of comics, and we're all doing cocaine. Because uh, Max is very cool. And Mike Makings was just like, he. St- it felt like he was marching throughout his apartment, hailing and explaining why uh, Trump is so great. Did he give you reasons? I mean, it was, uh, it was, he was just super like pro wall. And mm-hmm. he was talking about how dangerous the border is. And it was just like, it didn't matter. But like, um, he later on the conversation pivoted to how he's frustrated when people how everyone's like getting called out for being like like weird towards women because he's like everyone's like like not raped a girl (laughs) but like but like the girl said no and like it's not no right away (laughs) And and we're all just like no i mean i don't relate to that uh you know what i mean that's never like I, I dated a girl for a while who, like, every other time she'd be like, I can't do this right now. And I'd be like, all right, all right. Oh, and, like, my hands would shoot up. And I'd be like, okay, I guess not. Oh, because you're scared. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I didn't want to do – and also, like, I wasn't just, like, scared of repercussions. I was like, that's – like, I'm not a particularly good guy, but that feels, like, abhorrent to be like, like, well, you're saying no, but, like, I really wanted to fuck, so I'm just going to do it. You know what I mean? But at the same time – the reason I bring this up, why Louis C.K. makes me think of it, is like, I've never, like, some people do the thing where they're like, like, hey, do you want to make out? I don't do that. I just start doing it. Oh, you're just like a, a, like a kissing rapist? Well, if there's a spectrum. <laughs> I mean, if do you I, know what I mean? Yeah, okay, but on, you're on the rapist spectrum. It's just, it's only mouth related. I don't like where this is gone. <laughs> I'm enjoying this quite a bit. <laughs> But you know what I mean? And if they, if it, it like, in almost always, it's like, we're at least going to make out. You know what I mean? A few times. Oh, because you decided that you were going to make kind out. Kind of. It I was your choice. You forced a makeout session. I basically always make, a move is a, it's a, it's like, come on. It's the reason people are afraid to make a move is because it's like, if it doesn't go well, you did something really creepy. Yeah. Unless you just force it on them, then you just, it's something you're supposed to do. Because they wanted, yeah, you, know, you knew what they, you knew that they wanted it, right? That's why they were there with you. I think so. <laughs> they were dressed a certain way. Well, here's the thing. I suspect that they're, especially like with like Tinder, like there's a lot of stuff where it's like, I mean, a lot of like hooking up with people is like one party isn't quite sure if they want to do it. You know what I mean? They're like on the fence. I didn't know you were a men's rights activist, Max. I, I think this goes bo- with both genders. I thought I was the alt right guy. In this <laughs> <laughs> like I've definitely like, like been with a chick, and it's like I don't really want to, like, do anything. But it's like I like to come, <laughs> and <laughs> and making out is. When you a say nice. it like that, you when you say it like that, it's like it's almost sympathetic. 
I want to like you. I want to like finish, but I don't really like you that much. Like I get there's it. There's tons of that. I understand. That's like what hookup culture is. It's uh, like people like not wanting to be alone and taking. Like, have you seen Anomalisa? No. I just watched it last night. It's an amazing movie. This is, uh, but so it, it's 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 really it's deeply disturbing. But basically, like this is there's this guy and he's on a trip to Cincinnati. And he he's staying in a hotel for a night, and he's really lonely. And he like calls up this girl he knew ten years ago that lives in Cincinnati. And everyone in the world that he sees, like children, men, women, everyone has the exact same face and the same voice, right? Okay. It's claymation. And then he he meets up with this girl that he and he's like he's just trying to hook up with her, and it like doesn't work out. But then he like winds up meeting these two girls, and one of them's just like everybody else, but one of them is just like a she's like a woman. Like, she looks different. She's the only girl he meets in the entire world that looks... Or the only person that doesn't look like everyone else. Mm. Uh, and then he winds up hooking up with her. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and then and then in the morning, uh, as he, rea- and he... At first he thinks he's in love with her. And then he realizes, like, I don't even really like this girl. And then her face slowly becomes like everyone else's. Oh, okay. Yeah, and that's what's deeply deserving. But to, what was... I this relates to what I was just saying before because like that initial girl he tried to hook up with where it's like it doesn't feel special it just feels like he just doesn't want to be by himself that's a lot of what hooking up with people is yeah Louis C.K. actually has a great bit about you just need to come does he? yeah I mean these are old bits of his oh yeah about about how like men need to (laughs) yeah like you don't know how fucked up it is to be um, it's just you're always it is a... it is wild looking back on some of his stuff yeah in under this like a buddy of mine was telling me he has that old bit uh where he's like there, when he was growing up he sat on a buddy's ass while he jerked off what and he's like i thought i was just being a good friend at the time i was a kid i didn't know any better wait he's his buddy Help was, me to understand his buddy was jacking off by uh mashing his genitals like into a pillow or something uh. and louis ck sat on his sat on his friend's uh back for the extra pressure and he's like, I just thought I was being a good friend. I didn't know there was something wrong. We were 12. God, that's weird. I know, especially in context. Like, that's why I think he's a fucked up person. Like, I don't think he's a, a monster who's out there, like, trying to ruin people's lives. He just doesn't know any better. That's why. That's what I felt bad about. It's like, this, this guy's just... He meant- must... A lot of people... Like, the, the argument has been coming up that he... A lot of his material where he's like... Where he's like, women should always be afraid of men. Is been was like a cover up, maybe. And I, I don't think it was like cover him up up so much as like, like he's he's like, he is on the highest level of self awareness. Yeah. And I bet he knew he knows that he's doing this and it's wrong, and he probably feels tremendous guilt. And because of his like faculty for stand up comedy, he's able to like translate that and like take that like, uh, that like bad feeling and turn it into great bits but it's still like the source of that is evil <laughs> for sure you know <laughs> i mean i feel bad i think we should uh i think we should book him on comedy butcher i think we should show up like there's one show left that's still willing to book him <laughs> <laughs> i it, it really i find the whole thing so i heard i i saw someone um a comic posted like i was she didn't even say who it was but she was just said i was never a fan of him and for me <laughs> i'm like i was i was like in a huge fan. Yeah. I, a like an incredible, fan. like I loved everything he did. Mm-hmm. I think his stand up is so good. I think it's the best, some of the best of all time. I loved Horace and yeah, Pete. So did I, I love Louis the show. Mm-hmm. I like Lucky Louis. I was really excited for the new movie. And now I don't even know if I can see it. I don't know if I, I would enjoy it. 
Well, where do you make that distinction? Because we talked about this last night. Like, I still watch Chinatown, and Polanski was definitely raped for a 13-year-old. Like, everyone knows that he did it. But I still watch Chinatown, like, once a year. It's if a Louis C.K. wasn't in the movie, it would... I understand it's different because there's a there's a far... Uh, there's much less of a barrier between uh, a stand-up in the audience and a director in the audience. Yeah. It's, it's a completely different relationship, but it's still something they created. Like, how do you make that distinction? Yeah, like my my aversion to seeing his new movie is not that like I don't want to I don't want him to like pro, like a, a a bad guy to prop it. It's that like I think because of the situation it would take me out. Like I don't I don't yeah, think I would like it. All you're gonna think about is that. Like when I saw Cosby, all I could think about was oh, right. Yeah, yeah, that's all I could think. And about. like especially the content. Do you know what his new movie's about? Yeah, and I it's mean, like that. It. God, he must feel so terrible. Well, yeah, I, I imagine the walls are closing in around him right now. Yeah, because like, did you get that email from him about the movie? Uh, no. I mean, it was just like it was really heartfelt. And you know, are you on his like his <clears throat> email list? Uh, maybe it went into spam or something. Because I thought I, I knew I got one about Horace and Pete. Yeah. Yeah. But he, yeah, he sent out this this email like it was like a week and a half ago. Uh, and it was like really heartfelt and talking about how much he's like proud of the movie and how. Like all the people in it did were so great, and he thinks it's like the best thing he's ever done. And uh, it was like it was very genuine. Like I love those emails he sends. Well, that's that's one of the best things about him is yeah. he always seems very candid and genuine. Yeah, and fuck, he must. Yeah, <laughs> we're really giving a lot a lot of sympathy. Well, I mean, we're both. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I agree. It's fu- like it is wrong, and I feel terrible for the people. I don't. I feel bad for the people who are victims of what he did but like i still think i think he's more mentally ill than he is a terrible person yeah like some of the shit martin morrow was doing yeah local comedian martin morrow yeah so martin morrow was like he was a, a how do you explain it like he was like a really big name in in, in chicago the chicago comedy. scene yeah. like he was he was someone that clearly had a real career trajectory he was like the main stage at Second City. Mm-hmm. He produced comedians you should know. Mm-hmm. He like he did everything. He did all of the higher end stuff. He he just moved to L.A. and everyone kind of knew this, but it really came to a head recently that like he was so creepy. Like he was such a pervert. Yeah. Uh, and it and it like it ruined him in Chicago. He and then it, it, and, and then it followed him to L.A. Yeah, he moved yeah. to L.A. and then the Chicago people f- that are in Fucked L.A. Him in L.A. Yeah. And now his career is over. Pretty much. And he was so like careerist too. Yeah, and it's just it's gone. Well, I always thought because no one ever spoke out about him while he was here because they were war- like he was one of the guys. Yeah, and they all had a lot of respect for him. And I thought I bet they don't make it a post. Not that I'm going to. Uh, that I, I think it's offensive that people had that much respect for a dude who couldn't crush unless he was singing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was. It's a lot easier for me to write him off because, and this is. I may have talked to you about this, but and this is like a gross thought, but like it's a lot easier for me to be like, like, dude, Martin Morrow, why are you such a creep than it is with Louis C.K. Because like, I, I did, I never enjoyed. Yeah, you had a connection to Louis' work. You don't have to yeah. care about Martin. And Martin was like really good to me. He was mostly nice to me. He was super nice to me. He was always really complimentary, and he got me like hooked up with a lot of people. But I feel the same way about him. I think he's just. A, I think these people are fucked up in the head. Exactly. I don't think they're terrible human beings who are monsters who are out trying to ruin people's lives. They just don't know what they're doing. Like people 
talk out of both sides of their mouth saying like we got it like mental illness is a major problem in this country we all have depression and then they're like well these people are horrible let's ostracize them they're <laughs> they're just it, they're in pain too they're just hurting people because they're in pain does that make sense uh, yeah and it's like it, that's to me that's they what's sad about all this decide like yeah he didn't decide like, like i'm gonna fuck up people's day today he's just like no this is i don't know how not to do this yeah like, drew michael and ironically louis ck both have the same take on like a pedophile bit yeah where they're like they didn't choose to be that way yeah like they didn't they're not like i wanted this yeah like uh it's like they're like that really sucks for them like hopefully they don't act on it but imagine like all of the like sexual (laughs) urges you had were all directed towards children like what a fucking awful reality yeah for sure and louis ck's thing is just jerking off in front of female comics what a victim! <laughs> whoa, whoa, yeah, <laughs> that that went over the line, Maxie. You can't, you gotta, you, we still have to acknowledge that what he did was wrong. You can't just say, "Ah, uh, well, he's the victim here." Well, have you, have you had the thought? I feel like this is very uncouth to say. Sure. Well, but, not like anything else in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> but like, is what he did enough to kick him out of show business? Like on on and I might be wrong about this, but like just like taking your dick out is bad and you should not do that. Most of the time, yeah. But that's like on the scale of on like the are... rapo meter. No, like it, there's a very big difference between him and Cosby. Yeah. And Cosby, yeah, you can't do like no, he just raped people. That there is no defense of that. This is just he needs serious therapy and a mea culpa of saying, I'm fucked up, please help me. I mean, even if he did that, I don't know if he's coming back. But I could see it happening. He, you know, I haven't considered this. He may have like the like linguistic deafness and like ability, like in like communication skills, just to be able to explain himself in a sympathetic way. Like I could see him doing a much more pared down special because no one's gonna. He's gonna have a much smaller audience to come back to. Of in a few years, doing like a one man, a one man show, half one man show, half stand up explaining everything and trying to paint himself as sympathetic as he can and like gaining some semblance of a foothold again but i don't see how he's gonna get back to where he is now it'd be like the men who did the me too posts yeah it'd be like that i hated that yeah i hated that so much do you know what I'm talking about? Like where yeah, where's like, the sexual abuse? Where it'd yeah. be like a cool hip guy that fucks a lot would be like, listen, guys, I did something wrong once. I've I've been creepy towards women before, and I just wanted you to know, like, I don't want to do that again. And if anyone wants to talk, like, they can let me. And then they get 150 likes. It's like yeah. you don't you don't deserve praise for admitting, like. I don't know. It just felt so opposite to that little instance. Well, it felt antithetical to the point. Right. Like, yeah. I feel like if you, regardless of how creepy you've been in the past, like, if you're a dude, just be quiet and listen. You know what I mean? You Okay, so you think... I don't think you deserve You don't think anything. men... Ha- you, don't, you don't think a guy can have an opinion about these kind of things? I think you can have an opinion about them, but I don't think you should use the same, like, mechanism with which women are to... Sure. Uh, to... To... You, sh- you shouldn't co-opt their platform, right? Yeah, like they, sure. like th- it was so different the type of posts. Like women would say, would like like reveal a traumatic experience they had, uh, and then people would support them, and then men would be like, I did "I've done it. some <laughs> bad stuff." You know Sorry. the thing. You know the thing that they're complaining about. I did some of that. Yeah, <laughs> and then they yeah. and they would both get like like it feels good to get a 
fuckload of likes on Facebook. Sure. Like, that's kind of the idea there, and that men and women were getting the same reward, mm-hmm. but one did bad and one did one good. One was a victim. Yeah, and it it just felt so fucked up to me. Well, and it was a- and it was always under the guise of like like the men are like this is a man's way of being heroic. It's like well no you just got to be quiet, dude. You just got to you you don't you don't deserve anything for this. It feels weird that this is the era where it's no longer okay to be like a, a sexual deviant. Like it just happened. It it, it it really it really was like a landfall. Yeah, just in the last you know like I mean? year it, where it's like it went over just the Just in the last few months. I know. Like it was the Harvey Weinstein thing. Yeah. I mean it's just, it's rough. <laughs> It's like I'm like I feel a little shocked. Yeah, it's 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 like I didn't know uh, what the next tech bubble was gonna be. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, once he popped the rate bubble. Yeah, <laughs> first the oh, housing market. First the housing market. Now this. I hope the oh, fucking man. guy who edits these episodes doesn't call this one the rape bubble. <laughs> 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 <It was> a, <laughs> Will, producer Will wrote rape bubble down. <laughs> Oh God, rape bubble is I the have... worst type of gum. <laughs> <laughs> right after Bazooka Joe. <laughs> I don't know. Should I get Bazooka Joe or should I get rape bubble, which is all in shades of gray? <laughs> well, I like how we were able to pull out of that conversation with a joke. <laughs> You seemed really upset last night that you were clearly the mean one. I was. Yeah. Twice yes. he asked the audience, uh, clap for who's meaner, and both times and nobody you, clapped. You nobody won. clapped for you, me. Yeah, you had a landslide victory, and I had barely said anything. I know. Well, I think it just comes off of you. <laughs> <laughs> I think people see tall and confident, like, oh, he must be mean. Huh. Yeah. Right? I don't think anything about me appears, ag- you know, abrasive. No. No. Although... I mean, I, I the mean only some thing of the things seems... I some of the things I say. Yeah, that... I mean, you kind of look like you know how to make a pipe bomb. Sure. Well, I kind of look like I. And I, some people view that as abrasive. Posts. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's very passive aggressive. I'm not even there when it goes off. <laughs> <laughs> I guess abrasive is not the right word for that. Um, you know, it bothered me. I was telling you on the way here. I'm on this show called Sweet Babies, <laughs> where the concept of the show is it has Chicago's sweetest and saltiest comics. Ugh. But <laughs> but I messaged the person who runs it, and I was like, wait, am I sweet or salty? And she's like, you're salty. Oh, uh, see. You thought I was you were... like, what the fuck? When... I could have seen it going either way. Where Who would book you because they think you're a really sweet guy? There's a few people. Maybe there's not. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like you mostly, but... <laughs> who, what, are you, what are you looking at? Are you tindering right now? No, I'm looking at my um, my recent post my promo post for today's show oh how, do, how how many likes is up to it's not doing so good it's mostly a promo post about sauerkraut okay yeah max Let's is see. really into making food yeah i did it an hour ago i only got 16 likes oh should we talk about that uh that warehouse we went to oh to promo this yeah oh yeah that was fucking weird yeah uh will that was uh, so will, will, will send us to the bridgeport art center uh, <laughs> which was a great idea to try to promote uh in the in the neighborhood and we ended up walking around this art gallery uh stealing cheese and wine it was. We weren't stealing. We, yeah, it. but we weren't there in the spirit. We of were the, not going to buy art. Yeah, exactly. It was like a thing for wealthy people, dude. The women that worked the counters there were so hot. Yeah, they were gorgeous women. Crazy everywhere. hot. Yeah, like actress hot. Well, okay. 
Oh my god! <laughs> but yeah, we were drinking all this wine. We did like a like a VR simulator, and then we were just like walking around, and we with this one this one like older woman. We walked into her studio. Yeah, she she's like, "Hey guys, come in, check come come check out my studio." And Which no she, one's in there. And she introduces to this uh, Vietnamese man. No, he was uh, he was Chinese, and the first thing she says about him is like, "This is my friend. He only speaks Chinese and French." How <laughs> 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 we supposed to talk? Later, to we learned that his studio is next door, and yeah. his art is all blacklight. Yeah, it's all blacklight paintings of politicians, and yeah. then he just like gets a group of people, and he walks around with a blacklight, and they go from orange to purple. Yep, it's pretty great. Very confusing. Uh, but she was a photographer, mostly takes pictures of boats. Um, and she was doing like a promo for the arts fair. Do you know about this, Will? Yeah, so she was doing a promo. Where she would take your portrait. Yeah, she'd take your portrait for $75, and the usual rate is $500. Uh, so Joe and I were like, well, let's get yeah. a portrait together. Of course, and we're like, "Can you take both our pictures at the same time?" And she's like, "Oh well, that's uh, weird, but uh, sure, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, sure." I <laughs> but mean, she was very taken aback by a very simple request. Yeah. <laughs> so we did this like photo shoot in this old lady's warehouse studio, uh, and there it was so fun. It was adorable. And we uh, paid. Do you see? You saw the picture, right? Well, oh, it's 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 on our it's Facebook. On it's on our Instagram. It's that picture of me and Joe where we're like both smiling. It's very weird. It's the most likes I ever got on Facebook. As it should. <laughs> <laughs> well, I count half of those as mine. Do you? I think that's fair. We split that 50-50. Yeah. You stole me, you stole me seven bucks. Do I? Yeah. Okay. I can do that. I'm rich. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That it, was, was... it was a really delightful date that we had. You know what was weird about that night? We entered and exited the building like 20 so times. Yeah. Cause... And we would always like do it in a loop. Like yeah. we kept like going through that parking lot <laughs> yeah. and entering the other way through yeah. like the north door. Yeah. It was so, so weird. It was a very weird night. Yeah. It was, a, I'm glad we did it. It was just a very weird experience. Yeah. It would have been very, I mean, God, that was. But you can check the Bridgeport Art Center has an open house thing. The yeah, I recommend going the second Friday, the the day after fun. the day after County Butcher. So go to County Butcher the second Thursday next the day after. Mm-hmm. Go to the Bridgeport Art Center. Oh yeah, if you're listening to this, come to the County Butcher live show. Yeah, uh, that's a good thing to do. It's every second Thursday. Join Pradeep and Sharud. Sharud, uh, become a butchhead. Oh, or or just come and don't have to call yourself that. No, I don't. I think you should opt for option one. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, just let Max call you whatever he wants to call you. So the show is at thirty-two nineteen South Morgan, which is the co-prosperity sphere. Doors mm-hmm. at eight. Show at nine. Yeah, it's usually okay. Dog, my sauerkraut is gonna be killer. How much are you making? Uh, so I made. I filled up one uh, five pints, but one pint is gonna be like like a a young batch Mm -hmm. and then the other four pints i'm gonna do for three weeks do you do like a flavor thing well this one i may i'm doing specifically for like immune system boosting so what'd you put in it fuckload of turmeric Mm -hmm. fuckload of ginger Mm -hmm. fuckload of black pepper a lot of fuckloads (laughs) and parsley okay and uh then it's red cabbage i wanted to put horseradish root but they didn't have any at whole foods so do you uh do you shred the cabbage yeah i use a mandolin oh nice it's so fun it's really cool because my roommate's like into cooking, so I just get to use all his stuff, and he teaches me how. Well, it's good that you're uh, good at one thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my broth is fucking dope. I'm real into food tr- or health fats. <clears throat> so like uh, like avocado and mm. what's what's the healthiest fat? Uh, the healthiest fat? Yeah. 
Avocado oil is super healthy. Yeah. But I what use we, avocado oil. But what were you saying? Oh, I'm not saying fat. I said fad. Oh, I'm sorry. My, I accept your apology. Yeah. Um, but I am into healthy fats. I knew that too. Yeah. That's why I thought that would make sense if I just said avocado, yeah. you'd probably jump on it. I mainly do avocado oil, olive oil. I was thinking about getting some coconut and some red palm. I've heard mixed reviews about how healthy coconut oil actually is. Well, okay. You know what that is? Is um, <laughs> I like you already know. There, there was a, there was like a report from the, I think it was the Surgeon General, and he said he's like, turns out coconut oil is not good for you. It's very high in saturated fat. But it's like the argument for coconut oil has never been actually it doesn't. It's like everyone knows it has polyunsaturated uh, or poly the fucking saturated the the like heavy saturated fats mm-hmm. in it but the the argument is like the ketogenic guys who are like saturated fats are actually not bad for you sure that if your diet is works in such a way where you your body is equipped to process fat it's very good for you it's great for your brain and you don't you don't store it in your arteries or your your, your tum so are you still trying to do like ketogenic i'm not doing it to the same so here's the thing ketogenic you can't have starches yeah kicks you out of ketosis uh so if i that's a real word will (laughs) if i don't have starches i find i have constant diarrhea oh i'm sorry man i accept your apology but uh so i added starches back in my diet and i'm just like i'm still eating fast but i'm not like going like heavy like i was and it's working great so the whole point was just you eat a lot of fat well you eat a lot of fat you don't eat uh you don't eat most many types of carbs Mm -hmm. you eat a lot of vegetables too uh, and you eat you eat more fat than protein. Okay, I don't know. It that. is it is like it is like a powerful diet. Do you eat dairy on it? Uh, some people do. I mean, dairy doesn't interfere with ketosis, but there's other problems. So what's what's the whole point of getting into ketosis? Ket- well, if you, if you're in ketosis, then your body the first thing your body will burn for is fat. Is fat? Okay. You, know, you you fat. Uh, becomes your primary source of fuel. What is it otherwise? Carbohydrates. So it's just basically starving your body of carbohydrates. Yeah. Okay. That's all ketosis is. Yeah. Or is something Pre- I mean, to pretty it? much. Like it ke- the the thing is, like a lot of um, it's not and oh, so, so well. That's what ketosis is. Like a lot of people who do like an Atkins diet or like the Tim Ferriss shit, they're in ketosis. They just don't. They're just not. Well, the Tim Ferriss people aren't really because of all the beans. Okay, but a lot of Atkins diets, like, are, or a lot of paleo people, like, uh, are in ketosis constantly. But what a ketogenic diet does is then it, it puts it, the idea is to put you in ketosis, keep you there, and then supply you with lots of fats because your body is most equipped to process them at that point. But you, you can't cheat on that diet; otherwise, it breaks out of you. You can, like, a lot of people do. Like, they call it a cyclical ketogenic diet. Where they like get in and out of it, and they coordinate that with when they work out. Okay, it's like super effective. Well, so people should probably start doing this, and then uh, coming to the show and being like, <laughs> really hot. Yeah, yeah. That way you can match with Max on Tinder and how actually want to, have, or you, he will force uh, you to make out with him, and then you could choose Dude, whether or not. Joe, to... <laughs> what? what? I don't force people. <laughs> I you, suggest you... bodily. <laughs> you suggest uh, with your mouth. To theirs. Why are you posing? That's how you suggest. This, this is a podcast. They can't see you. Max is posing. Uh, he's trying to be suggestive, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but he looks like he's trying to be a spokesmodel at the same time. <laughs> like you're trying to show off the wall. Yeah. 
Well, I think this uh, I think this episode is really good. Killer. Yeah, we talked uh, a lot about a lot of rape talk. A lot of rape. Yeah, more, uh, way more than average. <laughs> <laughs> if there was an over under, okay, I'm not gonna. All right. Where are we at, Will? Where are we at? We're four. Oh, we still got like 20 minutes to go. Who Time to start riffing. All right. <laughs> yeah, this is, we're out of plea plant material. <laughs> <laughs> who we uh, who, who we haven't? We still have to finish booking the next show. We do. Should we talk about the next show? Well, we currently got Rebecca Loge. Yeah, Rebecca Loge is going to open uh, the December show. Yeah. We got Adam Burke. Adam Burke's going to close the December show. He's a, what do you call him, a limey? Uh, sure. Is that a slur? Uh, if you say it meanly. Mm. I don't think it is normally. Yeah. Well, he's he's Irish, actually. Yeah, he is Irish, actually. Doesn't he seem more British than Irish? Uh, yes, but I think that's just his personality. I think his personality is... He's like foppish. Yeah, that's my point. He's, yeah. He, I, he, he's not like a drinking buddy type guy that you expect yeah. from Irishmen. He's Although like, Irish people are like that, too. Of course, as evidence, you know, he is. Yeah. I'm just saying, you know, the stereotypical, you know... A lot of Irish people in Chicago. Well, yeah, there's a lot of Irish people in a lot of cities. But, like, Irish-Irish? Like, tra- I'm talking people that are like, hey, I'm from Ireland, but I'm going to go check out Chicago for a while. Well, I think you're just uh, skewed by the fact that there have been several Chicago comics in the last couple of years. I met some bartenders that are Irish. Yeah? I don't meet any... Did you try to fuck any of them? No, I was afraid. By, like, because they were... Uh... I, can't, I can't hit on a bartender. Why not? I just don't know how. I've seen you uh, say multiple bartenders are attractive and most of them are men. I don't know if that disproves. No, I just thought it was an interesting fact. <laughs> I'm very interested in the like You're very interested in attractive men, but I don't think yeah. you're but I don't think you're interested in have, like hooking up with them. No. But, but I think it's like uh yeah, I like 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 male aesthetic. What about the male aesthetic? I just think men look cool sometimes. Have you tried to explain that to women? Yeah. Or you think they get it? Oh my god, you know it's a great first date conversation uh is to be like um is to be like it's like a lot of men like aren't comfortable talking about how they like they won't even say another man looks good. Oh, it's so like, you try to be like one of those guys? Yeah. I gotcha. I'm different. I'm, you're a different kind of guy. You're an right. open kind of guy. Oh yeah. Until she doesn't want to make out with you. <laughs> if I can get someone on the date, it's like we'll probably make out. Oh, that's ah. Oh, come on, Max. You can't say that. Why not? No means no, Max. They ne- no is never said. Yeah, but it's the consent isn't implied because they're out on a date with you. But it's like you you have you gotta you gotta test the waters. You know do you? Mean? Do you? I mean, this is this is the kind of stuff that's gross to say, but everyone does. Oh, like, oh, Mike making's showing up. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can do things that are incur like if like first the conversation has to go good. Sure. Well, a conversation has going, to go. A conversation has to go well, Max. But sure. Fuck off, Joe. Well, I'm sorry. You were talking about conversation talk. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Uh, then you you do you know like maybe you get a little nearer. Okay. You, at all times you're 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 progressing towards making out. Yeah. Yeah. And you just do it. Yeah, because it's not like I. It's not like you go in cold. Yeah, but do you think she is going along the same steps with you? I think I'm pretty good at reading it. Well, like sometimes well, I'll go. Like, here's the thing: if like when I go on a date and it goes bad, I it's not. I don't like. I'm I'm out of there before the attempt to make out. You know what I mean? Okay, fair enough. So you it's only I mean? going. It's only going well if you're gonna go for it. Yeah. 
All right, but there's invariably there's going to be an instance where you go for it where they're not into it. That has to happen at some point, even if it hasn't happened yet. That's happened to me when I was younger. I'm not saying you need to change what you're doing. Right. I'm just saying I can see the I can see it happening where someone's like that wasn't cool. I don't know. I think you get a feel for it. Also, don't like women get more like horny in their thirties. So you think? Well, are you still gonna are you gonna date thirty year olds? Sure. I I've never have, but you never sure. have, you've you've been cutting them off. Yeah, it'd be cool if the ladies wearing a pantsuit. <laughs> Do you think when they get into the thirties, women all wear pantsuits? Yeah. 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 Yeah, and they start running for president. She's like a homicide detective. You know, I want to date is Kima from The Wire. I know that's how you're dressing right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Max just binge watched The Wire in the last month, and now he's dressing like the black lesbian police officer, <laughs> <laughs> who's his favorite character. Yeah, he's wearing an Adidas jump. What is that? A tracksuit. Tracksuit jacket. Yeah. Yeah. It's very. You got a lot of compliments on this bad boy. Very sleek. Yeah. People say I look Slavic. Yeah, <laughs> which is not what you were going for. I got, I, no, I was going for Black Lesbian, but yeah, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll take what I can get. I hear you, man. It's a great show. If you guys haven't seen The Wire, oh, oh my God, it's the best show uh, of all time. Watch it and then come to the next County Butcher to talk to us about it because Max and I are both really into it. Yeah. Max more recently than I. Oh, Butcher. dude, it's so fucking good. I know. Those kids. I, I think I told you this. I think it's uh, white people's favorite show about black people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you told me that. I think that's accurate. Yeah. Or Nate Burroughs said that, didn't he? Did he? Yeah. Maybe. Well, it sounds right to me. Dog, I'm hungry as a motherfucker. Well, we still have another 10 minutes to go before we can go get some fucking snacks. Sweet. (laughs) (laughs) I like the idea of a guy who always calls getting lunch like, dude, where do you want to go get some snacks? (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like a Slavic thing to say. (laughs) Dude, let's go get some snacks the Four Seasons. (laughs) Ooh. Little nosh. Ooh. I heard they carved the duck tableside. Do they? Four do. I know that for a At fact. the Four Seasons? Yeah. Oh, we should go there. Yeah. I, I just really like Duck a lot. Yeah. Dude, you know where we should go eventually? We have to. I believe you can only go for dinner is Sun Wa. Yeah, you've been I to told it. you about this, yeah. right? Where's that? It's up north. It's right? like Argyle. Yeah. Dog. It's so good. Well, that's... So good. And it's the best deal in town. What, what do you get? Okay, $45. Mm-hmm. You get a whole Peking duck. Okay. That's like- What's a Peking duck as opposed to like a roast duck? I don't really know. Like, I can describe it, but I don't know specifically how they do it. But basically, it's like you get the whole duck. All the skin is, like, crackly caramelized. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, it's like this jiggly duck. And then, like, when, before they even put the knife to it, like, they just you put a little bit of pressure on it, and juice just, like, falls out of it. Sounds great. It's so good. And then they carve it all for you, and then they give you these bows, these white puffy, like, tortillas, okay. and then a bunch of pickled vegetables and a bunch of different types of soy sauce with shit pickling in it and stuff. You make your own little... Duck bows. Nice. And then... Don't yell at them. <laughs> and then they give you this giant bowl of duck soup. Sounds great. And it looks... Can I tell you something? It looks bad. It's like it's like all like gray and white. And it's like, I've had soups that color. And I'm like, this looks good. But you get it. And it's just like earthy and rich and like... And duck. <laughs> it's like duck is shit. Duck. You were going to say... Well, okay. Duck is... It's hella duck. You know what I mean? All right. And then... <laughs> You get duck fried rice, big old bowl of it. Do only do they only serve duck? No, they have a, they have a giant menu, but, but you just like order everyone the, is getting the duck. Be, do you just order like the 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 duck meal? Yeah, you say I want the Peking duck, and you get all that shit. You get that all comes with it. Yeah. Okay, that sounds great. It's amazing. It like we would need to go with more people because um, it's not it's way too much for two people. Well, we can double date with my girlfriend and her friend. Is did she have a friend that's into me? 
No, she has a friend that we're gonna you and I go on a date and she's oh, gonna bring her own. Oh yeah. yeah, I'll do that too. Yeah. Max and um, I have been, Max and I have been uh dating. I got a little too excited. About the opportunity of meeting one of my girlfriend's friends. Yeah. Okay. Well you can try. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably not my thing. No. Yeah. No. They uh I mean they read. They read. <laughs> <laughs> you you wanna know the through lines of women that are interested in me? Love cats. Are bisexual. Um, what is it with everyone in their twenties being bisexual now, Max? I'm going to be in my thirties and say that. Uh what's well, very in vogue? Yeah, is that why you're attracted to men? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like very cool talking about it. Sure. Uh, but like, it, like if there was a like, dude, it seems hip to be open to it. I used to have a bit about it, but if there was a dude who's like really clean and like I was drunk and he's like, Max, I really want to give you a blowjob, I'd probably be like, whatever. You know what I mean? I wouldn't be all like, "No way, dude! Don't do, don't do that." I only like girl mouths. <laughs> you know what I mean, that's a weird way to put it. Yeah, but I do only like girl mouths. But I wouldn't seek it out. But like, if like, I'm probably you know somewhere. If if everybody's on the spectrum, I'm not like all the way on the left on the bell curve. You know what I mean? All right. Well, how attracted to the guy do you have to be? Because you've hooked up with women that you're probably not that attracted to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so how how attractive does this guy need to be to you? Like, if Louis C.K. came up and said, hey, uh, I'd like to masturbate in front of you. What do you, what, what do you think, Max? I mean, that's a totally different question. Well, yeah, he could really help your career. It's not even that. I think I think if a guy like that did that, I'd just be like, fine. Do you think you'd be okay with it? I wouldn't love it, but <laughs> I, w- I wouldn't be like, no, don't. I would probably handle it the way those girls did. And I'd be one of the ones that kept very, quiet. Very uncomfortable about it, but just like, all right. I don't even like, I, dude. I don't know that that would really bother me. Why wouldn't it not? Of course, it would bother you. Why? What do you mean, why? You didn't ask for this. He's not an attractive person. Unless you just want to see what his dick is like. I think it would bother me more if I was a girl. You know what I mean? Because like, I know Louis C.K. is not into me. I know that like, I'm not at risk here. Do you know, know what I mean? Are you sure? I'd feel fine about it. <laughs> You'd feel safe. I, w- I mean, I wouldn't love it, but I would be like, whatever, dude. If you want to, sure. All right. Like, he, he actually has – there's an episode of Louie where he's, like, touring in the South. And at the end of it, he, like, he winds up in a car with a police officer. And it's, like, this gruff Southern police officer. And there's kind of a lull in the conversation. And the police officer's just like, it's like, sir, can I ask you something? I would like to, I would like to kiss you. Would that be all right with you if we were, we were, to, ju- we were to just kiss one another? And then Louis C.K. is like all like wide eyed, and he's like, uh, y- "Yeah, that's that's." And like I related to that strongly because it's like I wouldn't get like outraged, but I I'm not saying outraged, but you'd go along with it. You wouldn't say not comfortable with it. Why, why, that's a totally acceptable response in that situation. I'm not interested. I just don't. I, I if I'm being honest with you, I don't think that's what I would do because you're too polite. Oh, but some of it's politeness, and a lot of it's ambivalence, and I just would be like. Yeah. Like, I, I think that's how a lot of people handle a lot of situations. And obviously, it's a lot different if you're a girl. But, like, I, I'm I'm friends with this girl who, um, uh, she's, like, an outspoken feminist. But she's had, like, dudes be creepy to her before. Mm-hmm. And she's always, like, she's always, like, I kind of just accept it. Roll which is very it. sad. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, I think that's pretty common. I've heard, I've I've talked to women who are, like, yeah, it's just got to roll with it. I've heard, of, I've heard that, too. 
But I can definitely feel like, how is that not acceptable to say like, eh, not for me? Oh, it, it told, I'm not saying that that's unacceptable. I'm saying it's like, I just don't see myself doing that if Louis C.K. wanted to jerk off in front of me. All right, well, so uh, we're going to send out a booking request to Louis C.K. and an open invitation to masturbate in front of Max Friedman <laughs> if he were so inclined. Is that, are you okay with you? Uh, sure. Uh, if if, uh, if Louis C.K. is listening, you, uh, feel free to rewind the episode and get Max's phone number mm-hmm. and email address. Once again, that's 414-418-7720, F-R-I-E-D-429 at U-M-N.edu. That's and my University of Minnesota student email that I've been told I should replace. <laughs> yeah. And even if you're not Louis UK, you just think you might want to masturbate in front of Max Freeman, uh, let him know. Yeah, for sure. Or just send him videos of it. Anyone who, I mean, you know, if you, if you just, if someone just texts me and they're like, hey, I'd love to masturbate in front of you, I'll at least be, res- I won't, I won't like, I won't react negatively you know he, I mean? he's gonna be very polite i'm open to to talk yeah you know what i mean maybe to watch we can we can we, yeah we can we can you know negotiate uh if they, okay if they masturbate in front of you are you gonna force them to make out with you dude you you every time you go a little farther than what than what it is joe and i <laughs> I'm, first, I'm going to see how the conversation's that's a, going. Because that's a violation of this of what's happening. They're just there to jerk off in front of you, Max. They weren't there to kiss you. Do you understand the difference of the situation? Oh, man. <laughs> I've got a public apology to make. Well, that's going to be the next episode. <laughs> the next episode is going to be us apologizing for this episode. Dude, it's so hard to be a man. Yes, if you're a man and you feel like a victim, uh, please text Max. Let me know. Yeah, we want to hear from you. Honestly, I'd be more sympathetic to you being a man and wanting to jack off in front of me. Are you saying me or to the person who might be messaging you? You I don't want either from. Why? I don't know. We're friends. I know. I just know you too well. It would be. It's weird if you know them? Yeah. You wouldn't want to... Okay, what if there's like a really attractive woman who wanted to have sex with both of us? At the same time? No, not... <laughs> yes, at the same time, not individually. Wait, is that what you're asking? Yeah. I'm, that's great. You would do that. I mean, I wouldn't. Yeah, but you wouldn't do it if it was just you and me. Terrence just had a three-way. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, Terrence Hartnett, a local Chicago comedian, just had a three-way. Yeah, and, uh, we're both very proud of him. Yeah, it was really it was this fun. He uh he was he'd been hooking up with this girl, and then the girl was like, "Hey, my do you want do you want to have a three-way with my friend?" And and I was like, "Were you scared?" And he's like, "Yeah, but." Um, like without thinking, I was just like, "Yeah, yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, of course, of course." And then, he, then he 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 did it, and he said it was really cool, but he said he couldn't really get hard because he sound too much Adderall. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he he told me about it, and I was like, "Dude, that's great. That's so cool." And he's like, "Thank, Thank you. you. You're <laughs> the only one that responded like that, and that's all I wanted. I just wanted someone to say this is tight. I thought it was tight, and everyone else is either like, you know what I mean? Yeah, everyone's kind of doesn't know what to say about it. Yeah. Well, if you want to congratulate Terrence Hartnett. Uh, on his uh, recent success, you can message Max Friedman and he will pass along your congratulations. Yeah, because apparently I can't give out the phone numbers of other comedians. Yeah, apparently that. Well, I mean, this without is a, their permission. I mean, this is a podcast. Is we're not subject to FCC regulations here, so you probably could get away with it, but you shouldn't do it. I won't. But just message Max if you want to. But tell if you Terrence want Terrence's job. number, just text me and ask for it, and <laughs> yeah. I'll give it to you. Yes, uh, but you can definitely give uh, a, a digital fist bump uh, to Terrence for his success. Good for uh, him. All right. Come to the next show. Signing off. It's next show. What, what's the date of the next show? Will, do you know the date of the next show? We're all going to look at our phones right now. 
It's the second Thursday. Second Thursday of December, of December is. is it, the uh, it is the 14th. 14th. December 14th at the Co Prosperity Sphere. Doors at 8, show at 9. County Butcher, please come. Bring us some. Bring us something. Bring us some Riesling, French fries. Oh, yeah. Max is really into Riesling right now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, bring us anything, including uh, just you. Or and, just show up and, and watch. Yeah, that'll do it too. We would love that. All right. We're done. All right. Thanks, guys.